Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Camp Fimfo Waco, The Baylor Club, Myatt Fuels, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, Versalive Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Oh, it is Matt Mosley. Welcome to the Matt Mosley Show. And uh, we've got a lot on tap for you today. And in fact, at 4.15, you will hear from the Baylor president, and that would be President Linda Livingstone. And she's been on the Matt Mosley Show, oh, you know, quite a few times since she became president. I would say this will be maybe her fifth or sixth time on with us over the years, but this will be special because of this recent announcement that she is the uh, chair of the NCAA Board of Governors. And, boy, the Aaron, I mean, do you feel like, first of all, her name came up for the NCAA president. Her name came up for Big 12 commissioner. I mean, it, it really does seem like President Livingstone is um, is coveted across the uh, college athletics. And uh, how cool is that, that she's the president of our university? And um, that's, uh, that's a really cool thing. And we'll visit with her about it at 4.15. All right. And uh, that'll be exciting. I was looking for this big announcement that they made. Um, but, uh, Ooh, Ooh, by the way, Aaron, you remember when we had that, um, that, uh, uh, Lorenz Colbert on the great, uh, track star, the young track star that's come to Baylor. And I was just looking at that. This was a couple of days ago, uh, that, uh, Lorenz, uh, Colbert, uh, takes, uh, part in the four by one to win a bronze medal with a 39.57, a 39.57 second race. So I guess that just happened here within the past couple of days. So that's very exciting. Aaron, today in our Campus Confidential, I don't want to step on your toes here, but uh, pretty good news. (laughs) Go ahead. Uh, No, pretty good news, I would say, on uh, on the coaches poll uh, for Baylor. Now, Baylor, all I'll say, we'll get more into it, but the the coaches have both Baylor and Oklahoma in the top ten. This is the American Football Coaches Association. Now, Baylor is predicted to win the Big 12, so it's kind of interesting to me that they would have Oklahoma in front of Baylor. But, uh, boy, speaking of Oklahoma, isn't that a, isn't that a strange bit of news that has come out on uh, on that front and uh, this is uh, we'll do more of this when we get into campus confidential and throughout the day but Kel Gundy the brother of Mike Gundy Mike Gundy's the coach at Oklahoma State Kel Gundy has been a coach at Oklahoma 
for many, many years. I mean, we're working on like 30 years of him being uh, attached to the OU program. And, I mean, he's just part of the culture there. But uh, apparently, according to him, he gra- a player wasn't concentrating, and he grabbed the player's laptop, and he read what was on the laptop. And apparently what was on the laptop was a was a shameful word, according to this Coach Gundy. He has offered his resignation. Now, there were um, reports out of Oklahoma. You know, the first thing that uh, Venables, the new coach, the new head coach, had to say was very, um, you know, basically look at making Kel Gundy look pretty honorable and, and appreciate him, but he's making the right decision and and all of that. And today, he's come out with another statement. And Aaron, we'll have that later in the program, but basically sheds a little more light on what happened and makes it clear that whatever was on that laptop, that Kel Gundy is saying that he wasn't even paying attention, he read the word, but that Kel Gundy said the word and said the racially charged phrase or word several uh repeatedly said it you know said it uh, said it several times um this sounds to me like you know it was a bad situation they tried to let Kel Gundy handle it in an honorable way and for whatever reason that wasn't enough for some of the players maybe that were in that room and heard what was said. And now uh, the coach, Venables, is putting out a stronger statement. They have since named an interim wide receivers coach to step into the void. I mean, it is sad when somebody that's been a part of a program for about 30 years and, and loves that program so much is gone. But it's also sad when you make a decision to, um, I mean, there are repercussions. Ask Alex Jones. Ask the guy who said the idiotic stuff about Sandy Hook, okay? Ask him if there are repercussions for things you say. I come on here every single day. You think you think it's just like, oh, First Amendment, Mosley can say anything he wants. Well, yeah, I guess I can, but I can also get fired for saying something. And um, this is this what Kel Gundy said. We don't exactly know, but we know it was enough that he had to apologize. He decided to resign. And today's comments from Venables makes it clear that um, it was more than what we were led to hear about or what we were led to believe. All right. So. Uh, that is big news coming out of Norman. You say, well, Mosley, it's the wide receivers coach. Well, that's true. And um, and I would say, hey, the wide receivers coach is pretty important. I talked to the Baylor wide receiver coach the other night. I ran into him, and um, I, I thought he's an incredible guy who's going to have a big impact on this Baylor team. But generally, this is a bigger deal because, one, it's OU. Two, the Gundy name is well known, and Kel Gundy is—he's been around OU forever. I think 
You know, Mike obviously was a quarterback and a star player at Oklahoma State and is now the head coach at Oklahoma State. Kel Gundy, I want to say went to OU, may have played there, but has been a coach for about 30 years. And one of those Gundys was on the Baylor staff all those years ago. I think it was – there's a chance that Kel and Mike have both been on the Baylor staff back in the mid to late 90s. Somebody listening will, will know that answer. But Mike, I, I believe before he became the Oklahoma State football coach, Mike Gundy spent some time on the Baylor staff many, many years ago. And maybe Kel Gundy did the same. I'm trying to remember. That's been a long time, and we might be talking about the mid to late 90s when some of that was happening. It is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Baylor President uh, Linda Livingstone will be on with us in just a matter of minutes, and uh, we are excited about that. Also had the opportunity Friday, I was at the Baylor Club. Love being at the Baylor Club. In fact, I'll be there Thursday. And uh, that'll be another exciting time. And we're going to have kind of a, a back-to-football bash is kind of what's going on. Throughout the week, I'll be telling you more about it. But that thing's going to be 5.30 to 8.30 at the Baylor Club on Thursday evening. And I'll be there. Now, members will be there of the Baylor Club. This is a member event. But also, I believe the members will be able to bring some friends and that kind of thing. We'll give you more details as the week unfolds but this would be a really cool opportunity to kind of get caught up and get excited about football again and uh, this is an event happening out at the Baylor Club and uh, I will uh, uh, John Morris and I will be doing our shows three to six every day you hear John and then you hear Matt Mosley and uh, we have a great time and that'll be fun all right next we will hear from Baylor, the Baylor president, Linda Livingstone. Lots to discuss. That is next. Your weather report is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency has offered Texans policies for their personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs. Check them out at nitschegroup.com. With the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency, Texans can go to one company and get access to insurance coverage options from many carriers. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. Your ESPN Central Texas forecast, sunny and hot the rest of the afternoon. We'll see a high near 101 tonight. Clear skies, low of around 78. And those temperatures will continue through most of the week with afternoon highs near 101 and overnight lows in the upper 70s. Currently 100 at ESPN Central Texas. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2022. Prescott in the gun. They blitz. Elliott picks that up. Only heard here. Deep ball by Prescott. Man all alone at the goal line. CeeDee Lamb. All season. 43. Saturday night, it's your Cowboys and the Denver Broncos. Live from Empower Field at Mile High. On this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. It's the Cowboys and the Broncos, Saturday night at 7 on ESPN Central Texas. What do John Morris, Kirk Watson, Maxine Hart, Walter Abercrombie, Martha Lou Scott, Michael Hyatt, and Robert Darden all have in common? They've each been interviewed on Baylor Line's Direct Line Conversation Series. You can hear from these outstanding bears and many, many more with a subscription to Baylor Line Insider. This is your all-access pass to the best content in the Baylor family. Subscribe today at BaylorLine.com KRZI. 
A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. You know, there's two ways to go to a four-year university. One is to start at Central Texas College, enjoy mom and dad's home-cooked meals for two years, save thousands at the most affordable college in the region, and transfer to a university with more money in your pocket. The other way is expensive. So go to option one at ctcd.edu. Central Texas College, for students of the real world. CTC classes in Colleen, Fort Hood, and online start August 22nd. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. Waco Tacos in downtown Waco and Union Hall introduces their new craveable taco of the month. The Nashville Hot Chicken Taco. Crispy fried chicken, Nashville hot sauce, cabbage slaw, and chipotle mayo on a fresh flour tortilla. It's spicy, savory, and delish. Hurry into Waco Tacos at Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue in downtown Waco or call us at 254-340-1700. Waco Tacos in downtown Waco. Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. I'm excited to share with you that we have over 100 new vehicles coming to us in the month of August. That means you can go back to school in style. So call us today and reserve your new Chevrolet and let us tell you about the largest and cleanest used car inventories in Central Texas. And don't forget that we have one of the best service and parts departments and top-notch body shops that help make your choice even clearer. So give us a call, 840-3261, or shop us 24-7 at turnerschevy.com. And remember folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We treat you family. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you need a tire change, you locked yourself out of your vehicle, or you're stuck in the mud. Remember, Big Boys Record Service can help with heavy hauls as well. No job too big or too small, they do it all. In business since 1983, Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. The PGA Tour has asked a federal judge to deny a temporary restraining order to three of its suspended members who left to compete on the rival LIV Golf Invitational Series and are seeking to participate in the FedEx Cup. Kale Gundy, a fixture in Oklahoma sidelines and the longest tenured football coach in the Big 12, resigned Sunday night. The NFL has asked its on-field officials to pay particular attention to illegal contact fouls during the 2022 season. A league spokesman confirmed the the request could lead to an increase in such flags, followed by a big drop during the 2021 season. Astros split their series with the Guardians over the weekend and have the day off today. Rangers also split their series with the White Sox. Texas has the day off today before the Astros come to Arlington tomorrow night for a three-game series. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. This is Matt Mosley's show, ESPN Central Texas. We need to find out what President Livingstone's favorite music is, because I feel like one time we played Pomp and Circumstance, 
Uh, you know, I think we, she needs her own sort of walk-up music. It is President Linda Livingstone returning to the Matt Mosley Show. President Livingstone, if we had to, if you could pick whatever music you would come on to the show with, what would you, what would you go with? Oh, my goodness. I haven't put much thought in that, although pomp and circumstance is pretty appropriate. Guys. We have graduation this coming Saturday, so it's a, <laughs> it's a timely song. Uh, I will say for one event we uh, we did on campus, I think, what is it, uh, uh, Girls Rule the World or something, and they did that walk-up song for me. So I don't know. You know, I'm pretty flexible on that one. <laughs> I feel like the first gent may be a classic rock guy, may may even he, have dabbled in some Led Zeppelin or something like that back in the day. He's a Beatles fan, hardcore. Ooh. Such wow. a Beatles fan that our daughter can sing every single Beatles song that was ever written, even the ones no one else has ever heard of. So, <laughs> I knew. I knew there was a reason I liked him. Did he watch that whole documentary, that Beatles documentary recently that they had on uh, – I can't remember if that was on Disney or Apple TV or whatever. That was unbelievable. I'm I'm sure he's observed some of that. Yeah, he has. He he loves everything Beatles. So uh, yes, that's a those are, that's popular music in our house. Oh man, yeah. Well, that we'll we'll pick one out. We'll we'll find out one of his favorite Beatles song, and maybe next time we'll go with that, or we'll have to do that when he comes on with me. All right. Well, listen, I I was trying to have you on. When you uh, got the extension, so congratulations on that. But, of course, if you just wait a couple of weeks, you'll be named to something else. So uh, the big news came out the other day that you have been named the chair of the NCAA Board of Governors. Did you just – were you just ha- – did you have too much time on your plate this summer and you just thought, I, I feel like I need to add something else to my schedule? Well, it's it's hard to get bored in jobs like this, but uh, you know it, it's it's important work given all that's going on in the NCAA. So uh, you know, humbled and, and honored to be asked to do it, and, and and thank you for the kind words about the extension as well, Matt. Yeah, yeah, that's very exciting. We want you to to finish your career right here at Baylor, and hopefully, some of these contract uh, it will it will do that. Now, what it, when you look at this new um, uh, role? Uh, with the NCAA Board of Governors, you've been on the board. You've you've testified in front of Congress. You've already been doing a lot of great work for with the NCAA. What do you think now in leading this? What is your mandate? I I, I guess like you said, this is a extremely challenging time. You could have probably picked easier time to become the chair. But what do you think is like the most pressing issue? Uh, because I know there's several. But like, where where is your primary focus as you assume this this uh, this very important work? Mm-hmm. Well, as you say, there are lots of issues facing the NCAA as we kind of look both to the near term and the long term. But I really think one of the highest priorities of the board and and now the the search committee that's been appointed is to. Uh, the search for a new president of the NCA as Mark Emmert prepares to step out of that role. That's going to be critical going forward, um, partly because the organization is in such transition, but because of the magnitude of some of the issues that it faces. And so to me, that's probably one of the highest priorities that we have as an organization. Um, I think as the, the Division One Transformation Committee continues it, its work, 
uh, the board will have roles in coordinating and collaborating with that group and some of the things that that they're uh, ultimately will take to the Division One board as it relates to potential legislative action. And then, you know, ongoing work around some of the legal issues that we face that affect the entire organization. They may have arisen out of Division I uh, issues and circumstances, but they end up affecting uh, all of the NCAA. So those are several areas that are really critical for us as we move forward. But uh, again, I think one of our highest priorities this year is the hiring of a new president. What is the timetable on, uh, I think Mark Emmert had said he was going to stay around for a certain amount of time. What What are you targeting for hopefully having uh, uh, someone ready to go as the, uh, as the new NCAA president? Well, we've uh, hired Turnkey CRG to be the search firm that does that, and they've already been very actively involved in listening sessions with a, a lot of folks, both inside the NCA as well as outside uh, diverse constituency groups. They've got a, a long list of, of individuals to talk to as we think about what that position description look, would look like, what this, uh, the type of person we need in this role. So that will be going on for uh, probably the next month, and then we'll really get into um, looking, you know, bring, trying to identify candidates and building a pool. But ultimately, we would we would love to have somebody on board by the convention in January. Now, that's a pretty aggressive timeline, and we certainly won't let the timeline dictate uh, the process if we really need to, to take a little bit more time than that. But ideally, it would be by the convention in January. Now, your name did come up when uh, it was first announced that uh, Emmert would be uh, stepping down. Uh, was that uh, did uh, uh, I'm sure that's always interesting and, and flattering uh, in a lot of ways that you would be uh, uh, on people's radar for that. Were you pretty quick to when you started seeing some of those stories out there or, or those recommendations from the media? Uh, was that ever anything that was of interest to you or? Do you do you uh, or seemingly since you just signed this new deal, you're pretty happy right there in Waco. Well, you're right. I'm very happy here uh, leading Baylor and working with everyone here. And then, uh, you know, my primary responsibility with the NCA, as I said, is as the chair of the board and then on the search committee is to. Uh, make sure we find the right president. So that's going to be my highest priority, not being the president, but helping find the right president. <laughs> and so I'm I'm happy to have that responsibility as I you know continue to be the president here at Baylor, where we've got lots of good work to do here as well as we look to the future. President Linda Livingstone joining the Matt Mosley Show here on ESPN Central Texas. Do, do what do you think the NCAA will look like? five years from now you know everybody wants to say well it's going to change and of course sec big 10 you hear talk of well we'll just kind of do our own thing um i mean i I know this is a tough one but do you think the ncaa will will still look much like it does in its current form five years from now or do you think it could be look radically different Well, I wish we all had a crystal ball to predict things like this, but I do think it will look different. You know, how radical that will be, I think, will in some ways depend on some of the work coming out of the three divisions. Uh, We call it the Transformation Committee at Division One. It has a different different titles in Division Two and Three, but I do think we we already 
see that things are going to be decentralized a lot more, both to the divisions and then potentially to conferences and to schools. And that kind of shifts where responsibility lies and then what uh, the work of the NCAA might be. Uh, some of those questions have to do with, you know, how enforcement will be handled. They have to do with how um, we think about benefits uh, and the well-being of student athletes. Um, I do think things like championships, you have to have, you know, some centralized approach to how you do championships. Um, so I think it will look different. What exactly that's going to be is a little bit hard to tell. Uh, and, you know, I think it's one of the things everybody's rolling up their sleeves right now doing and saying is, you know, what what could it look like? What do we want it to look like? Uh, and then, you know, there's lots of outside pressures on, uh, inter, uh, on collegiate athletics and the NCAA right now, too, that will have some influence on that. And, you know, you try to figure out how do you manage those outside influences in ways that are in the best interest of our student athletes. Um, uh, while, you know, addressing the parts of that that we need to be really paying a lot of attention to. So I do think we'll look quite a bit different in five years. I, it's hard to predict right now exactly what that means the NCAA is going to look like and, frankly, what college athletics is going to look like more broadly. I mean, we don't know what the Pac-12 and Big 12 will look like in a year or two. I mean, I you know, Pac Big 12 looks uh, – really good right now i i would say y'all the big 12 now is well positioned it was destabilized just a year ago and there was you you know you remember that i would not say fondly but you do remember it well um what did you make of the pac-12 commissioner's uh comments the other day he was referring to brett yarmark's comment that the big 12 was open for business and I believe he said something along the lines of, hey, we're, that sounds good. We'll, we're, we would maybe entertain the idea of bringing on a couple of Big 12 schools. Um, what, you, you have good relationships with a lot of these presidents across these Power Five conferences. Where do you think things stand with the Big 12 and Pac-12 as we speak here today? Well, I feel great about where we are as a Big 12 conference, and we're really excited about the four schools that are going to join, and we're really pleased with the news that they're all going to be joining uh, summer of 2023, so that will you know, give us some stability and planning and, and, and looking to the future there, and so I feel really good about that. I'm excited about Brett Yormar at the conference. He, of course, had to get busy in that role. Uh, a few weeks earlier than we'd anticipated him uh, jumping in with both feet, but he's going to be a great leader for the conference as we look forward. So we feel really good about our positioning, about where we are, about the new schools coming in. Uh, so I'm very optimistic about the conference. And, you know, I think every conference is trying to figure out how to position themselves best. And then I think we as individual schools are trying to determine, you know, how we position ourselves best and, um, and, and at the end of the day, you know, it's in all of our best interest to have strong conferences and strong schools uh, for college athletics broadly. And so I think uh, that's part of the equation that everybody's trying to figure out is what is that ultimately going to look like. But I, I think we're in a very good position as a Big 12. And um, the, the presidents feel that way. The athletic directors feel that way. And, and uh, certainly Commissioner Yormark has been a great addition uh, to the conference, even in the short window that he's been there. You were involved in that search for Brett Yormark. Um, what, it, you know, when it, when it came down to it and you started kind of whittling it down to the, the last few candidates, what, what really separated Brett Yormark maybe from other candidates 
and and what do you feel like makes him the right person at this such a such an important juncture in uh, not not only the Big Twelve but all of college athletics? Well, we had a, you know really strong candidates in the pool. I mean, some more traditional candidates, and then some that were less traditional, like Brett. And ultimately, Brett really rose to the top. Uh, he's unbelievably enthusiastic and energetic. We knew he'd bring a lot of energy to the job. He has a passion for what he's doing, whether that's entertainment or pro sports and now now college sports. So we loved that passion. We could tell he was going to be very aggressive in the role. And then he brings uh, an interesting skill set to the table, uh, the background that he has in the NBA, in entertainment, NASCAR, which, you know, a whole world in and of itself. And we thought that that combination of skills that he had, the contacts he had with sponsorships, the media, and partnering that with the extremely strong uh, team of athletic directors we have in the conference would be a wonderful a combination that would position us extremely well. And he's jumped right in and uh, been actively engaged with our athletic directors, with our presidents and chancellors, and gained a lot of confidence very quickly because a lot of people just didn't know him because he wasn't in the college athletic world. So uh, he certainly had to get to know our athletic directors and and presidents. Um, And he's done that extremely well. And everybody's really excited about uh, how he's positioning the conference and how we're going to do going forward. All right. Sports is getting started. I think I saw there was an exhibition soccer game maybe even this week, um, coming up maybe Thursday, that is. And, boy, you and the first gent love, and Shelby too, love being at some of these uh, some of these games. Now, I, I am, though, thinking about football because I was out there the other day uh, at the first fall practice. How exciting is it for a university president when you have a football program that's coming into a season predicted to win the Big 12? I mean, this is pretty much unprecedented when it comes to Baylor and the Big 12, even though Baylor's had some really good football teams. What, um, how much excitement do you have as a, as a president, um, and, and, and what does it do for a university when you have a successful football program like this? Well, we're really excited about the season coming up. Of course, last year uh, would be a hard season to top, the most successful season we've had in the history of Baylor football, and, and to top it off with a Big 12 championship and a Sugar Bowl win that were just so exciting. And so that brings a lot of energy and excitement uh, to the Baylor community, the family, our alumni base, our students. And so to bring that into the school year this year and to have that to look forward to, um, I think everybody's excited about it and, and really looking forward to, to what the team's going to do this year. I am going to promote soccer and volleyball too, though. We do have a soccer scrimmage against LSU on Thursday night at seven o'clock. So if you're really missing college sports, you need to come out to Betty Lou Mays field. And then uh, next Wednesday, the volleyball team uh, has their green and gold game at six o'clock. And so that will be kind of part of our welcome week activities for our new students that are starting to move in. So we have some sports uh, before we ever get started with football. So if you've had missed a lot since baseball and softball ended and you need to get back in the swing of it, uh, there's lots of stuff getting started just this week. But, uh, again, we're excited about all our fall seasons coming up. And then, again, football is going to be particularly exciting. I think it just means a lot to have a team that's kind of on the national radar and is getting the attention that our football team is. 
do you have a master schedule there in the office? Do you just kind of look it up on your phone? What do you, I mean, that's pretty impressive that you were ready to, I mean, you got, you knew, I, I don't always uh, bone up on these exhibition games, but you you had that uh, top of mind. Do you, how do you, do you kind of keep that in your office there on the wall? Do you have a mag, uh, magnets for each sport? It's not quite like that. I do have all the, mostly home events, but some away. I haven't put them all on my calendar so that we can try to make the ones that are, are possible. And these first couple of weeks, especially as the teams are getting started, we really try to get out and see them. It's also a good way to see some of our students as they're coming back to campus. So uh, uh, my calendar has lots of all kinds of events that our students are doing on it so that we can try to make them as much as possible. But uh, beginning of school is so much fun because we've had kind of a lull here, here for a month or two without college sports. And so it's exciting to get back at it very soon. All right, it's about to get busy. I'm glad we don't have to have all those tents around campus. Uh, things are better, obviously, with uh, with COVID, and so you don't, you know, y'all y'all managed extremely well. But uh, I don't think you're going to have to do much of that. Uh, Twenty thousand in enrollment now, and you count some of the graduate degrees. Fifteen thousand undergrads. That's uh, that's uh, that's as big, I think, as the as the campus has ever been so it's very exciting i see by the way you are the subject or you're the you're the you're on the cover of the newest baylor magazine that arrived at my house and uh, looks like are you in front of your office is that in front of pat neff i think you're, that's where you're standing some beautiful mm-hmm. uh flowers back there behind you so uh that was um that was very very well done but uh that is uh that is nice uh the baylor magazine i may see if you'll sign uh this one for me next time we cross paths well i'm happy to do that we clearly took that picture before the drought got as deep as it did when we still had pretty <laughs> flowers everywhere on campus but uh, uh yeah that that magazine it, it it's rather humbling uh but it kind of highlighted my first five years and uh and and so we, we hope people reflect on all the wonderful things that have been happening at Baylor and all the people, faculty and staff and others that have had important roles in contributing to, to all we've yeah. been able to accomplish the last few years. We talk a lot about the athletic success, but we've had such great success academically with the quality of our student body, with interest in Baylor. So uh, it's, a, it's a good time to be a Baylor Bear. Well, one, uh, Dr. Tom Hanks was one of my former professors at Baylor and the British Isles, and so that was cool reading about him in this Baylor magazine yeah. and uh, what he's doing for his wife and, and what Baylor's doing. Mm-hmm. This is going to be the Dr. Carol Ann McDaniel Hanks Endowed Chair in English, mm-hmm. and uh, I know you spent a lot of your time over that business school at Ancammer, but wow, this guy is he was a great professor, but the more I was reading about his wife, what an amazing career she had. So uh, what a, that's going to be really cool. He was one of the most interesting and funniest English professors I ever had. And then my buddy uh, Greg Garrett is going to be the, um, yeah. I guess he's going to be <laughs> taking on that, that uh, role there. So that, that's, uh, those are very exciting things on the academic side. Well, they are. And of course, Dr. Hanks was much loved for many, many years on this campus. And, you know, I think it's just he's representative of many other current and former faculty and staff members who have been very generous to Baylor uh, and who spent many, many years here and then have given back in significant ways like that. And I think it's just a testament to uh, to Baylor, to the to the, our Christian mission and to the, the deep connection people have 
uh, with that mission in, in really personal ways. And, and then to see uh, someone like Tom do that, make that endowment gift in honor of his wife is just really, really special. So we have so many people that do things like that. And it's very touching every time I see those kind of come through the process. All right. I, Baylor and the British Isles was quite a trip back mm-hmm. in the day. I think I had already graduated, and I convinced my parents that I could pick up an Eng, a double major or maybe an English minor if they sent me to the Baylor and the British Isles. I do not know if that was an accurate portrayal of what was happening, <laughs> but um, I, did, um, I did love that. And uh, I, the fact that I had graduated, I don't know if I applied myself quite as much as my classmates over there, but we did meet Prince Charles as I recall, oh, wow. right there at the Westminster Abbey School. And I think that's still where the Baylor students that do, I think maybe they call it Baylor in London now or something, but uh, <laughs> that's still where they stay, perhaps, all these years later. Uh, some of those abroad programs are really, really cool. And, uh, you know, it gets a little pricey on top of school and all that. But I would say, if boy, if, if, if uh, students can do that, those are, those are life-changing experiences. When, you know, we were not able to do hardly any study abroad for a good year and a half, almost two years because of COVID. And so this past summer uh, was really our first summer back with normal offerings for study abroad. And we really filled all of those up and we have more this fall and and, and into the spring. And they are just life-changing experiences for students. And we are continuing to find ways to ensure that really students that can't afford it and want to do a study abroad have that opportunity because it is such it has such a deep impact on students. I'm so glad you had a chance to do that. That is really uh, that Baylor and London program now is one of our largest programs and is is a really significant international experience for our students. Yeah, we had a great time and we went to see the British Open. That was the one that um let's see 1995 that would have been John Daly winning the British wow. Open that year in, in a playoff over Constantina Rocca from uh, uh, Italy. So, anyway, I, I'll, I'll tell you about my trip some other time. I'll show you the slides, you know. Uh, I would love but, uh, to hear more about it. <laughs> we had some great times. Well, President Livingstone, this was uh, a lot of fun. I've looked forward to it. Congratulations. Uh, it's uh, it's going to be a lot of work, but it's a very prestigious uh, position, and uh, it was well-earned, and I know you'll do a great job. So appreciate you taking the time today. Well, I appreciate that a lot, Matt, and I'm, I'm honored to be able to do it. I think, uh, you know, it, it's a great opportunity to uh, coming from Baylor to be able to do that, to kind of be on the stage like that and uh, look forward to the impact that I, working with the others on the Board of Governors, will be able to have and just appreciate the opportunity to talk to you today and to share a little bit about what's going on here. You bet. I really appreciate it. We will uh, we'll talk to you soon, and I will see you out at one of these uh, sporting events coming up soon, all right? Absolutely. I look forward to it. There she goes, President Livingstone. Uh, and uh, we'll get some Beatles music queued up, especially when the first gent, when Brad comes on with us uh, soon. But uh, great to visit with her, and always fun when she comes on the show. We've had to, uh, We've been fortunate enough to have her on quite a few times over the years, and she just recently celebrated five years at Baylor, and uh, she'll be with us quite a bit longer with this new contract, and uh, we're all excited about that. All right, it is time for something we call Campus Confidential. Tons of stuff going on in college athletics 
That is next. Saturday night, it's your Cowboys and the Denver Broncos. Live from Empower Field at Mile High. On this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. I'm excited to share with you that we have over 100 new vehicles coming to us in the month of August. That means you can go back to school in style. So call us today and reserve your new Chevrolet and let us tell you about the largest and cleanest used car inventories in Central Texas. And don't forget that we have one of the best service and parts departments and top-notch body shops that help make your choice even clearer. So give us a call, 840-3261, or shop us 24-7 at turnerschevy.com. And remember, folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We treat you like family. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. In my podcast, Your Money in a Cup of Joe, we talk money management, investments, and retirement in a Q&A style format helping to break down complicated topics. I'm Joe Kaleo with the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Look for Your Money in a Cup of Joe on our website or Spotify. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. ESPN Central Texas is your home of the Texas Rangers. Hey, Baylor fans, looking for a place to stay for the next home game? Camp Fimpo Waco is a brand-new camping resort located just five miles from McLean Stadium. Bring your RV or book a cabin at Camp Fimpo and enjoy on-site amenities like their pool, swim-up bar, water playground, mini golf, and more. To learn more and book your stay, visit CampFimpo.com. That's CampFimpo.com. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254 710 Serving part-time in the Army National Guard has led to a lot of firsts for me. It paid for me to be the first person in my family to go to school. That education got me to the first day at my dream job, which I can still hold while I serve part-time. That job and the home loan benefits I got from the Army National Guard helped me buy my first house. I also know that I will be one of the first to respond if my community ever needs me. Sponsored by the Texas Army National Guard. Aired by the Texas Association of Broadcasters and this station. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. The PGA Tour has asked a federal judge to deny a temporary restraining order to three of its suspended members who left to compete on the rival LIV Golf Invitational Series and are seeking to participate in the FedEx Cup. Kale Gundy, a fixture in Oklahoma sidelines and the longest tenured football coach in the Big 12, resigned Sunday night. The NFL has asked its on-field officials to pay particular attention to illegal contact fouls during the 2022 season. A league spokesman confirmed today 
say the request could lead to an increase in such flags followed by a big drop during the 2021 season. Astros split their series with the Guardians over the weekend and have the day off today. Rangers also split their series with the White Sox. Texas has the day off today before the Astros come to Arlington tomorrow night for a three-game series. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. Oh, it is Matt Mosley, and um, man, that's fun. We'll have that out there on social media, and uh, some interesting, there were some newsy portions of that our interview with uh, President Livingstone. One of those was they would like to have a new uh, NCAA president in place uh, by the January convention. Now, that uh, is somewhat aggressive, and they won't let that uh, the deadline dictate who the person is. If they need to take some extra time, they will. But I did find that an interesting part of the discussion. Love uh, President Livingstone. Um, it's just nice during a, a, a really chaotic time in college athletics to have someone who played uh, – uh, was a student athlete at Oklahoma State, played basketball, uh, is married to a basketball player. Her dad was a, uh, was a, uh, a basketball coach. Uh, it really is nice to have someone who is uh, that plugged in representing Baylor, and I think it, uh, it, it will pay off. It will continue to pay off in a huge way. All right, it is time for Campus Confidential. Aaron, you had a lot to choose from today. Where will you start, sir? We will start in Norman. The day after Oklahoma assistant football coach Kale Gundy resigned from the Sooners, saying he inadvertently read aloud a word I should never, under any circumstances, have uttered off the screen of a player's iPad during a film session. Head coach Brent Venables issued a new statement today saying Gundy's statement didn't tell the entire story. His statement said, quote, Coach Gundy resigned from the program because he knows what he did was wrong. He chose to read aloud to his players, not once, but multiple times, a racially charged word that is objectionable to everyone and does not reflect the attitude and values of our university and our football program. Gundy was the longest serving football coach in the Big 12 ahead of his brother, Mike, the Oklahoma State coach. He spent 16 years as the running back coach for Oklahoma, followed by seven coaching inside receivers, and was the Oklahoma assistant head coach. Mm. Mm. Venables kept him on. According to Kel Gundy, he saw a player not paying attention, and he went over and picked up that player's iPad, okay, or his tablet, and then he started reading what was on the tablet, Now, he has since apologized for using a, quote, shameful word. He said he didn't think about it and was just reading what was on the tablet. In Coach Venable's message today, basically he's saying, listen, this was a bad deal, and he read it more than once. It wasn't like some kind of mistake. He read it, you know, over and over again. This is a bad, bad situation. At uh, at Oklahoma, and uh, Kel Gundy's had a long and 
in decorated career. Had a, you know, he's been a, uh, a beloved member of that OU family. And now it comes to an end. And this becomes the first flashpoint in Venable's tenure there. This is um, it's going to be interesting how he manages this. Mike Gundy, who happens to be Kel Gundy's brother, of course, was uh, in the aftermath of, of what was going on after the, the George Floyd murder, was seen wearing an OAN T-shirt um, in, a, in a picture, and that caused all sorts of issues with, um, with a lot of folks, but including his players and um, one of his running backs at the time. And, and, you know, to the point where we thought maybe it would be 50-50 on whether he was going to get fired or not. He was not fired. Things calmed down. He was able to go on with his job. His brother, Kel Gundy, not able to go on with his job at Oklahoma. Uh, I find it, I find a lot of this interesting. One is, I, I think Venable's first response last night or yesterday was to was pretty calm, like, We've accepted his resignation, but he said very kind things about the coach. Today, he he condemns Kel Gundy, and to me what it sounds like is uh, he realized that he did not exactly strongly defend his players who were subjected to whatever that racially charged language was uh, that he was reading off that tablet. Now, I get it, man. This thing will go 20 different ways. Some people will say, cancel culture, cancel culture. You know, oh, my gosh. It really, and there will probably be people within that program that think he shouldn't have been fired. There are obviously players who are highly offended by what he said, uh, from at least if you read what Venables had to say. So this is... Uh, more controversy for the Gundy family, and then earlier today, uh, someone put up a a uh, a screen grab of something that Gundy's daughter put out there. Kel Gundy's daughter, uh, believed to be his daughter, I don't, it, 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 her last name is Gundy, and uh, it doesn't you know identify her as his daughter, but that's what folks seem to think, and uh, she really went after Venables. And um, and and it, it's uh, pretty interesting. But you know, when these things happen, uh, you you know you got to understand that family members are going to defend their dad or loved ones. Okay, this is going to happen. But uh, it's a reminder. Again, we can all we all have uh, the ability to. Uh, we have First Amendment rights, but these schools. And the way the players react, they have the right to fire you if you say something. Now, we've seen players in the NFL and others get to continue with their careers after saying something they highly regretted saying. I remember that receiver for the Philadelphia Eagles a few years ago was was um, recorded uh, using a, a horrible word. And, um, and he was able to go on to his, with his career. But, of course, it followed him. Uh, the rest of his career. That receiver, I believe his name was Riley Cooper, from uh, uh, who played at Florida and, uh, and was caught on tape at a concert saying something awful. All right, uh, it is uh, the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, as we continue with Campus Confidential. SMU with a long history of 
paying football players is now doing that under the new, well, I don't know if I'd say guidelines, but with the NIL pretty much reaching every college in the country, SMU's new NIL collective, the Boulevard Collective, said today in a uh, story on On3 from Pete Nakos and Billy and Body that the collective will pay each football player and each men's basketball player $36,000 a year, a total of $3.5 million annually. That compensation is unprecedented in college athletics. The Matador Club, a Texas Tech collective, unveiled plans last month to pay each football player $25,000 a year. This would obviously uh, top that. So uh, the new SMU collective, the Boulevard, is going to pay every football and basketball player $36,000 per year. Wow. That $3.5 million, Aaron, that you I think you said is what that comes out to. Uh, this is unprecedented. I knew this would happen. Not, I'm not saying I knew SMU would do it. The, the problem with Tech being first, and I, which I think is great, I, nothing against what Tech did. I think it's probably pretty smart to do something like this and, and to have this kind of equality. Now, of course, the individual players can all still go out and make even more money on their individual name, image, and likeness. But this really does send... And a, a, a nice message to your student-athletes uh, that, hey, we value all of you, and, and, by, and not only do we value you, but we're going to have this amount we pay you. Now, the problem with what Tech did, and it's the same thing for SMU, you know, they're going to top it, Aaron. It, you know, what if Alabama or Auburn or Tennessee or whoever – decides to do it this way, what are they going to do? Well, they're going to come in at about 75K per player. But I think this is I think this is well done. I mean, SMU has embraced its past. Uh, it's an it's a awful deal what happened to them with the death penalty. They at least now sort of acknowledge it, and they actually have a little fun with it. And they were always going to be pretty aggressive in this space. And I think this only makes SMU a more attractive place to recruits. Now, they're already getting some really good recruits. They got a quarterback a year or two ago that was one of the top quarterbacks in the country, and they got a a running back who transferred from Alabama recently that at one point was one of the great running backs in the country. So uh, I applaud SMU for what they do. Aaron, my only thing that I'm a little mad at, I happen to have a buddy who is the deputy athletic director for SMU. I kind of wish he'd tip me off on these things, you know? I'd like to break some <laughs> I'd like to break some SMU news. Uh but um, you know, I may I may have to have a visit with uh Mr. Potcotter, but uh but good for SMU. They've done a they've done a great job and uh uh, I, I applaud them for doing this. All right, Aaron, you got a little leeway. You take a little extra time if you'd like. I know we had a lot to, or we could, we could save the the um, the AFCA the new uh, coaches poll that came out from USA Today. We could save that for the five o'clock hour, Aaron, if you'd like to. Let's do that. We'll do one more quick story. 
All right. Involving Baylor football recruiting. They got their 24th commitment for the 2023 class over the weekend. It's Brendan Bett, a 6'5", 280-pound defensive lineman from Ellison High School in Killeen. He chose the Bears over Colorado, SMU, Houston, and Texas Tech. He had 67 tackles for Ellison last year, including 18 tackles for loss and two sacks. So commit number 24 for Baylor football over the weekend. I call this one, Aaron, a safe bet. Okay. <laughs> oh, it took me a second. Okay, that's okay. That's okay. Um, B-E-T-T. All right, well, that's ex- that's a very exciting announcement. The Bears bring in another one. I also like that um, one of our local players, uh, another great uh, Baylor commit, Tarian, uh, Tarian York, I believe is his name, showed up for the announcement. Drove over from from his place in Central Texas and uh, attended his uh, who's going to be his future teammate, the Colleen Ellison. And I I like the way the kid did it. Uh, had some family there and had all his caps out, and he kind of grabbed the one cap and then did the psych thing and reached over and put the Baylor cap on. Take that, Joey McGuire. Take that, Joey. The Bears take another recruit. The number 24, the 24th recruit in that class, as Aaron said, this is the 2023 class. Aaron, I remember, it's so funny how this happens. I remember thinking, you know, 2023 was so far off. And these guys are going to arrive this time next fall. These guys will be on campus. Some of them will start early. Some of them will show up in the spring. And they'll be they'll be gray-shirting or whatever we call it. Uh, so... This will be exciting. 24. Aaron, have you seen where this puts the Baylor ranking according to rivals? We always try to get that from uh, from Kevin Longquist. Do you know where the Bears are ranked now? I do not, but I will find that out. All right. I'll text uh, our buddy and see if he see if he can if they've updated it yet. All right, uh, next. Now 520 will let you hear from Dave Aranda. Dave, uh, I got to uh, visit with Dave the other day, and we'll have that at 5.20. But coming up at 5, we'll, uh, we will have a, um, a discussion on the USA Today college football poll. It's out today, and the Bears are looking good. We'll talk about it next. Everyone with the Cowboys training camp report. I'm Christy Scales. Micah Parsons talks about whether his role will change following the signing of Anthony Barr. You'll hear from Micah after this. Becky Hammond on being the first woman to coach in the NBA. What if it's no big deal that I'm a woman? What if it's about striving for excellence and being the best me without the label? It's not about where others say you should be. It's about where you want to go. It's about a financial services company that focuses on your measures of success. Whether it's for your home or business, we offer personalized service and expert advice to help you achieve your unique goals. Visit SWBC.com for financial services without the labels. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 
5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Players enjoyed a day off yesterday, but following Saturday's practice, Cowboys All-Pro linebacker Micah Parsons was asked if last week's addition of free agent linebacker Anthony Barr would mean Parsons would play more defensive end and less linebacker. I hate to limit myself because of how much I could do in coverage and man-on-man. I think that's what adds the matchup nightmare, so I'm going to keep floating around and making these people try to find me. Barr told me he liked to rush too, so to have that switch up, it will be nice. There are full practices here in Oxnard today and tomorrow with a walkthrough Wednesday morning. Then we head to Denver for joint practices with the Broncos Thursday, and the first preseason game is there Saturday night. With the boys in Oxnard, I'm Christy Scales. Cowboy Report, brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. Cars and trunks are arriving weekly. Highway 6 at the Imperial Exit in Waco and at richardcar.com. Saturday night, it's your Cowboys and the Denver Broncos. Live from Empower Field at Mile High. On this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. Unique, one-of-a-kind gifts for all occasions can be found at Appaloosa Trading Post, Rodeo Pond. You'll find a nice selection of metal art and wall decor items for your home or office. Western art and pictures, purses, Talavera pottery, lamps, boots, hats, crosses made from metal resin, and Montana silversmith items. Financing is available. Apply today by texting one. 61182 It's the world's best Western store, Appaloose Trading Post Rodeo Bond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwood-Williams is hiring for CDL drivers pay averaging $92,000 annually and regional CDL drivers with pay averaging $94,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including paid vacation and flex time, medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply today at careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. That's careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. Sherwin-Williams is an equal opportunity employer including disability and veterans. ESP. In Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Looking for a great job with great pay and awesome benefits? Genco FCU is hiring. As a longtime Waco employer, Genco focuses on what matters most in our employees' lives, like pay incentives, bonuses, benefits, 401k plans, paid time off, advancement opportunities, medical, prescription, dental, and vision insurance, as well as short and long-term disability. Come join our incredible team today and make Genco your career that will work for you. Apply at Genco. GencoFCU.org or at any branch location. This is Scott Davis, owner of Universal Windows. With inflation driving material costs through the roof and interest rates rising, don't put off replacing those old inefficient windows. Take advantage of our 0% interest for up to six years. Save the equity in your home. Save your cash. Call today, 254-301-7760, and you too will be saved. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Jim Turner Chevrolet, the Baylor Club, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, Versalive Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley. 
My goodness, we just continue. I heard over the weekend a new uh, uh, partner that we have, a new sponsor, and uh, it's just incredible. The uh, momentum, the excitement around our show, and and part of the reason is we love our sponsors, and we uh, everything, every, all of our sponsors we use and, and, and spend time with, and it just works out so well. And one of the reasons they love it is because we have – uh, guests like uh, President Linda Livingstone on, and I uh, thought that was great. Had a had about a twenty to twenty five minute visit with President Livingstone earlier, uh, and uh, she shared the news with us that uh, hoping they hope to have a new NCAA president in place by this coming uh, the January the convention. I think they have that there in Indianapolis, and she hopes that uh, have somebody in place. And she shed light on um, why. Uh, Brett Yormark was the uh, right man at the right time or the right person for this uh, to be the commissioner of the Big 12. So always great to have President Livingstone on, and uh, she loves athletics, and fortunately she loves this show. And uh, we appreciate that she and Brad listen and uh, occasionally uh, even follow me on Twitter. I, I uh, Surely she's not on Twitter, but... Uh, occasionally uh, I will be told that she's seen something I've said on Twitter. Aaron, that's why I really have to watch it, okay? I've really been on my best behavior. Uh, It is the uh, Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. As we continue on, uh, Dave Aranda, we'll we'll get to hear from him. I spent time with uh, Coach Aranda as well as some other uh, members of the media. Uh, Tom Barfield was out there. He does our morning show, 7 to 9. You wake up early with Tom and Ward and Ryan, and, uh, boy, they do a nice job. And then, of course, 3 to 6, it's John Morris at 3 and Mosley at 4 o'clock. And uh, Aaron and I take it home every day. Now, Aaron, you have it in front of you. Uh, We decided to save this because – I love talking about these polls. I love talking about college football. We're about three weeks away now. We're getting very close. Baylor will uh, will open with Albany. And, in fact, we had the Baylor legend for that Albany game on the other day, Matt Clark, who was a great player for the Bears in the, uh, oh, the mid-'80s, kind of the 83 to about 86. But uh, really fun to have Matt Clark on. But we have the USA Today coaches poll. Now, this is the one sponsored by the uh, – this is the American Football Coaches Association. Uh, each year, several – they kind of cycle in and out, and so different coaches across the country um, are voting in this, and they have to turn it in by a certain time. And this, I guess, would be the preseason poll, USA Today puts this poll out, and uh used to be Amway, I think. But uh, anyway, I think this is uh, – I, I don't exactly know who sponsors it, but I know the coaches – we do call it the coaches poll. And good news for the Bears. But first, Aaron, uh, is this – fill us in real quick. Is this um, – well, did you, did you think the Big 12 – was well represented, or did you see a couple of snubs, possible snubs, uh, according to the uh, uh, this coaches poll that came out earlier today? No, I thought I thought the three Big Twelve teams may be one or two spots too low, but I thought it was pretty well represented. 
I don't see anyone they left out having a great year, if that makes sense. I just didn't see anybody that was really, really overlooked where I was like, oh, they didn't make the top 25. Um, most of the ones I thought would did. Mm-hmm. And uh, USA Today, by the way, looked at all 25 teams. I wanted to see what they would say about the Bears. I don't ever want to take it for granted, Aaron. I mean, there have been a lot of years of Baylor would not even be close to the top 25. So, you know, winning the Big 12, finishing fifth in the country last year, uh, I am uh, I'm excited uh, uh, to uh, to share some of this news with you. Now, Here's what we'll do. Let's start at 10. Let's start at, now let's start at 1. Let's start at 1, and then we'll work our way down till we get to Baylor. Uh, the number one team in the country, as voted by the coaches, that receiving 54 first-place votes. Wow. I'm looking at the second-place team. They only, they only got five first-place votes. All right, Aaron, it, we'll get to the team that got... One first-place <laughs> vote that has everybody buzzing today. Alabama is favored to win it all. That should come as no shock. Ohio State, too. Georgia, who's coming off just winning a national title third, they did get six first-place votes. So they actually got one more first-place vote than the number two team, Ohio State. But the way they you know process this thing out... Georgia finished number three. They open with the Oregon Ducks uh, in a game uh, that's going to be played in Atlanta on September 3rd. Clemson checks in at fourth. They did not receive any first-place votes. Notre Dame checks in at five. They'll open uh, September 3rd at number two, Ohio State on ABC. Golly. How great is that, Aaron? Notre Dame at Ohio State. Will they be conference foes soon? We shall see. A team that uh, made it to the college football playoff last year, Michigan 6th, Texas A&M checks in at 7. They open against Sam Houston State on September 3rd. Utah Utes. Aaron, is that our first Pac-12 team that shows up? Let me take one more peek. I believe it is. It is. The Utah Utes show up at uh, at eight. Aaron, I will now let you do the honors, and because we've arrived at our first Big Twelve team, uh, and, and uh, I'll go ahead and let you announce the number nine team, the number ten team, and then the number eleven team in the USA Today coaches poll. Number nine is the Oklahoma Sooners. Ten is Baylor. And 11 is Oklahoma State, back-to-back-to-back. All right, I I find that interesting. The coaches, it's not like they all got together and said, oh, let's put the Big 12 teams, um, you know, 9, 10, 11. They just put in their vote, and this is how it worked out. Baylor, just so you know, in this USA poll, um, they received 891 votes. Now, the previous ranking in the coaches poll, Aaron, when was the previous ranking done? I assume right after last season, or was there was there another one? Uh, probably after last season is the previous ranking. Baylor uh, was sixth. Okay, the last time this thing was w- they put it out, Baylor was sixth. So I, I would imagine that was right after. You say, wait, wait, I thought Baylor was fifth. 
in the college football playoff rankings, I believe Baylor finished fifth. Now let's see what USA Today said about the Bears. Blake Shapin won the quarterback job, prompting the transfer of Gary Bohannon, who was a starter for most of last season. Shapin isn't the runner that Bohannon is, but his passing ability should open up the offense. With most of the O-line returning, the focus will be sorting out significant departures at running back and receiver. The defense lost two stars in Jalen Petrie and Terrell Bernard, both high NFL draft picks. But there's a lot of talent returning, especially up front. Don't be surprised if they're back in the Big 12 championship game with a physical approach of Dave Aranda continuing to play dividends. All right? Uh, I've got no problem, really, with anything they said there. Uh, And, of course, Baylor opens September 3rd versus Albany. All right? And Coach, uh, or excuse me, President Livingstone encourages you to to go get those tickets. Aaron, did you like that, that she just, out of the blue today, had had the first uh, soccer game, the first volleyball game? I mean, it's a president of the university. Think about all the things on her plate. And she shows up to the show today, and she starts touting, like, when all the games are. I thought that was good. I like that. All right, number 12, Oregon. That's the second Pac-12 team to show up. They will um, – I love the fact, Aaron, that the defectors, USC and UCLA, I haven't named them yet. Number 13, North Carolina State. Number 14, Michigan State. Number 15, USC. Okay, there they are. Aaron, off the top of your head, without looking, what do you think USC's record was last season? Oh, wow. That's. Were they 4 and 8? Oh, you got it. You nailed really? it. I was thinking um, either 4 and 8 or 8 and 4. I just went with the worst. <laughs> They opened the season uh, September 3rd versus Rice, the Rice Owls. Uh, And uh, Rice will show up. And then uh, Pittsburgh is 16. Now, the moment you've been waiting for. Oh, Miami of Florida is 17. Now's the moment. University of Texas. Aaron, I wish I had told you to have a fight song ready. Okay? The excitement that is the University of Texas football for all you Longhorns out there, here you go. Um, what's hilarious is they were not ranked in the previous ranking. That's not hilarious. I'm just, but that's not the hilarious part. They opened September third versus uh, La Monroe. That's not hilarious either. I think it's at next weekend or two weekends after that they host Alabama. That's going to be exciting in Austin. Now, here's the funny part. Aaron, I have not said any team has had a first-place vote since when. Uh, In going through this poll, the last time I mentioned a team that received a first-place vote, let me go all the way back up here to Georgia. Georgia. Yeah, Georgia got six first-place votes. Um. Georgia got six, Ohio State got five, and Alabama got 54. So no other team after that had a first-place vote. At number 18 in these rankings, somebody voted the the Longhorns number one. 
Now, can you vote for yourself, number one? I don't know how that works. I thought you could not vote for your own team. I, th- I think that may be one of the rules. I have to double-check that. I don't, we don't know. We're, everybody's trying to find that out. Who was the coach who voted the Longhorns number one? Find it? Find it funny? And I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of for it. I'm kind of excited to find out which coach did it. Aaron, if you had to guess, which coach would have voted the, the Texas Longhorns, the number 18 team in the poll, who gave them a first-place vote, if you had to guess? I, I haven't been a, able to narrow it down to anyone individually that, I, that stood out in my mind, but I think it's probably another Big 12 coach maybe trying to add a little pressure to Texas. See, one I guess, think it. One guess I, that I saw was that it was a Kansas coach, uh, uh, Lance Leipold, is kind of a troll. Oh, <laughs> because Kansas right. beat him of last that's year. Not, I don't think that's true, but I thought it was funny. Um, could be a troll from Jimbo or or yeah. um, you know, somebody like um, uh, Venables. Now, again, we'd have to see somewhere. They they print which all coaches vote in this thing, and I don't know if Jimbo or Venables is voting in this poll, but two major rivals that would be kind of funny. I, I hope it's Aranda. I think that would be funny <laughs> if Dave Aranda voted Texas number one. Okay, now a lot of times the SID will do this. I don't. That does not sound like something our our new football SID Brent Ingram would do. Like in the early days, is show up and vote Texas number one. I don't think. Now he he came from UTSA. Maybe he voted them pretty high. Uh, but but it's supposed to be the coaches. I'm just saying. Sometimes over the years, it, they've been accused of handing it off to somebody else, like one of the uh, SIDs. All right, Wake Forest finishes uh, is 19th in this poll. Wisconsin, 20. Kentucky, 21. Cincinnati, 22. One of the new Big 12 schools uh, starting in 2023. Arkansas, 23. Mississippi, Ole Miss at 24. Team Baylor beating the Sugar Bowl. And the Houston Cougars, 25. So a lot of, uh, that's pretty good. Houston and um, and Cincinnati in the in the top twenty five. Now, I wanted to see who was receiving votes. I did. I do think um, Kansas State got a few votes in the Big Twelve. As far as the other school, who who else? Aaron, would Iowa State? Iowa State got a couple of votes. But did they? Any, okay, yeah. okay. So Kansas State and Iowa State did receive. A few votes. It is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, as we power on. Uh, it is the, uh, it's, it's the big one. And uh, we've got uh, Dave Aranda. Man, it was fun visiting with Dave the other day. Uh, it was after that first fall practice. Great visit with, uh, with Dave Aranda. And that, uh, we'll hear from Dave Aranda next. Your weather report is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. 
Since 1949, the Nietzsche Group Insurance Agency has offered Texans policies for their personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs. Check them out at nitchegroup.com. With the Nietzsche Group Insurance Agency, Texans can go to one company and get access to insurance coverage options from many carriers. Learn more at thenitchegroup.com. Your ESPN Central Texas forecast. For tonight, clear skies. We'll see a low of around 78. Tomorrow and Tuesday, tomorrow and Wednesday, sunny and hot with afternoon highs near 101. Overnight lows in the upper 70s. Currently, it's 99 at ESPN Central Texas. Recently on Game Time, we welcome in Director of Intercollegiate Athletics at Megan University, Mac Roach. The NCAA, I guess maybe two months ago, came out and reminded everybody about existing rules and recruiting, and you can't induce student-athletes to come, but until the NCAA goes after a school and levies sanctions against them and does it in a timely manner, people are going to continue to do what they're doing. Game time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. They partnered with Doosan Forklifts because they get the job done, too. Doosan builds cushion, electric, and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment. And they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment, they're on it, whatever it is. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. Baylor football on ESPN Central Texas. Hey guys, it's Janet with Advanced... Sunday, Sunday, Sunday! Kind of like those uh, big monster commercial ones. Are you having a stroke? No, just like we don't work on Sundays. But Monday, 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 we can come and check out your foundation. Yes, we can. I just thought it'd be something different. <laughs> Get your attention. You looked at me like I was stupid. I thought he was having a stroke. So give us a call. Hey, my filter kicked in. Did you see that? That was pretty good. Or fixitjimmy.com and we'll get somebody out to take a look Monday through Friday. Our Saturday, 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 not Sunday. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is Scott Davis, owner of Universal Windows. With inflation driving material costs through the roof and interest rates rising, don't put off replacing those old inefficient windows. Take advantage of our 0% interest for up to six years. Save the equity in your home. Save your cash. Call today, 254-301-7760, and you too will be saved. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. ESPN Radio Sports Center. 
I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. The PGA Tour has asked a federal judge to deny a temporary restraining order to three of its suspended members who left to compete on the rival LIV Golf Invitational Series and are seeking to participate in the FedEx Cup. Kale Gundy, a fixture in Oklahoma sidelines and the longest tenured football coach in the Big 12, resigned Sunday night. The NFL has asked its on-field officials to pay particular attention to illegal contact fouls during the 2022 season. A league spokesman confirmed today the request could lead to an increase in such flags followed by a big drop during the 2021 season. Astros split their series with the Guardians over the weekend and have the day off today. Rangers also split their series with the White Sox. Texas has the day off today before the Astros come to Arlington tomorrow night for a three-game series. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. It is the Matt Mosley show. Lots of uh, lots of stuff going on today, including our earlier uh, visit with Baylor President Linda Livingstone. Doctor Livingstone doing a uh, tremendous job, and uh, she just completed her first five years at Baylor <laughs> recently. Just got a new extension, and is now the chair of the newly instituted board NCAA board of governors. Now they've had this. It's not, uh, they've, they've had a board of governors, but this will be a newly, uh, voted group. And, uh, she was appointed, uh, the chair. This is a, uh, this is an enormous deal, an enormous honor. And it's just, uh, it's great for Baylor to have that type of representation. Um, and, uh, Aaron, by the way, before we get to, the uh, Dave Aranda, I would like to, nothing says romance like wishing your wife something uh, on a, a live radio show, right? And uh, today, Aaron, is uh, our 24th wedding anniversary. Meredith and I tied the knot August 8th. That would have been 1998. Wow. And, uh, yeah. Congratulations, I believe it's been 24 years of bliss. I don't know if she would, would agree with that with <laughs> was, that number. I'd say I've never met your wife, but uh-huh. I'm assuming she has the patience of Job. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, yeah, she uh she certainly has to put up with some things, but uh, we have a lot of fun and uh, our family has a tremendous amount of fun and welcomed uh, Parker into the family about 15 years ago, just celebrated her birthday. So, uh, very, very exciting times. Happy 24th anniversary uh, to my wife, Meredith. All right, Aaron, let's um, let's listen to a little bit of uh, Dave Aranda. We're going to let you sample some of this. And I, uh, I enjoyed this visit the other day. In fact, it got biblical. We even had some scripture quoted. I believe it was from Matthew. It had to do with wine. And uh, and I find I found it very helpful, very interesting. But uh, this is the coach of the team that was just named the number ten team in the country in the preseason poll that the USA Today just put out. The coaches poll that is. And uh, let's let you listen to a little bit of head coach Dave Oranda. Again, this was his first meeting with the media after they opened fall camp 
on uh, Friday afternoon. It's good to see you guys. Um, I thought today, well, you know, since we've been here, since we reported, you know, it's it's been a really good feeling. I think momentum um, has, I mean, on both sides, players and coaches, you're feeling it. I think you see attention to detail. I think you, you know, the enthusiasm of all of it when you're starting off for sure is going to be there. But, you know, I, you know it's, mixed, it, it's mixed in with maybe some wisdom, uh, some expectation, um, and then, you know, we're awfully grateful that, that there's some high standard in there, too. And so it's been um, it's been a good mix that way. And so meetings have gone really good, and then practice was, um, uh, was really good. You know, energy from start to finish. I think about it, there's a couple periods where, you know, um, we were done six minutes early or something like that, so we were way... Uh, flying through stuff and executing stuff and you know there's a lot of attaboys and so uh, for the first day it was really good um, but I thought you know well, we talk about like running into a storm and you look at this you know the road games that are coming up and um, you know the game of random events and, and game of setbacks and just all of it so our ability to um, to take advantage of those things when they happen in practice is uh, going to give us a, uh, a chance when the storms hit and the season on the road. And so with that, take any questions you guys got. Dave, could you sense anything different coming in as Big 12 favorites, uh, defending Big 12 champs compared to last year when you guys were underdogs? No, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't see anything. I appreciate the question. I wouldn't see anything really, you know, kind of cornered in, in something like that. I would see it more of there is an expectation of the, the work ethic, you know, that's required. You know, um, the work ethic has to exceed the expectations. And then I think there's a really good issue in that. But, you know, the thing about that, though, is, is that, that you and I and everyone else, we can understand that. It's another thing to have to do that. When you don't feel like it particularly or, you know, you're tired or you're hungry or whatever it is. And so uh, their ability to start this thing off, kind of attacking that piece, the, the uh, showing rather than the telling, has been good. You mentioned the energy is really high coming into fall camp always. Um, how do you carry that over going off into the season? Because obviously that, that might uh, tip down a little bit as the season goes on. Yeah. No, I appreciate that. I think the opportunity to um, really hit on teams. So I think fall camp-wise is, you know, how we define competition, right? Um, how we how we define, um, you know, um, process, right? How we define, um, you know, character growth. All of those things. Spend a lot of time on that, and then really try to build it to tie in circumstances and um, you know, um, the illustrations that either we go through or you know we watch on TV games or whatever it is to kind of magnify those things and really kind of show them as being real because it's almost like you're looking at it with, a, with an eye that you didn't know you had. And so 
I think that's way important to do. And, but then I think, you know, in terms of the, the, the energy and everything that they've got, is to try to tie those things into uh, processes and routines. You know, we talked about a lot about, like, goals. And so, like, you know, there is a, um, there is a, um, a verse in the Bible where, like, new wine into old wineskins, how that doesn't work, how the new wine's got to be into new wineskins. And so the wine being the ideas, the... You know, for coaches, it's a new plays for sure, right? It's summertime, and we got this play, and we got that play, and it's so cool to talk about new wine, I guess. And then for for players, it's you know, I'm going to be the new me, I'm going to be this, I'm going to be that, and so those, you know, so the new wine into old wineskins. The wineskins, in this case, would be the habits, the systems, you know, the routines, you know, and so new wine into old wineskins doesn't work. And so you've got to have new routines, new systems, new processes. And so we talk a lot about that. And so all of that is really whatever is hard to do, let's do that. Whatever is easy to do, let's avoid that. We just see some new wines or new wine plays. We listened to Baylor head coach Dave Aranda talking with the media late last week. But it's all, you know, one of the things about that is that some of the stuff that we're struggling with now, and people have um, been aware of and struggled with for quite a while. And so there ain't nothing new. How far ahead do you guys feel on day one from a year ago, knowing who your quarterback is today versus the competition just starting today a year ago? Yeah, there, there, um, that's a good question. I think there is, a diff- there is a different feel. I think that you know, tied into that is all the work that the guys have done in the summertime. And, you know, um, they're throwing on their own quite a bit. And I think that is a, um, that's a um, kind of an advantage of knowing who the guy is. Is the summer you're freed up to do all of that. And so there's just, you know, guys that, you know, on this particular route, this particular leverage, I'm looking at you. And there's all types of games within the games that were showing up today. And I think it's pretty cool. So I think there is a difference. It's a good feeling. Have you laid out kind of the expectations for Blake now that he's earned that job, what you want to see him do to grow through camp? Yeah, um, um, I want him to be himself and to um, to uh, um, to not hold back, not try to pretend to be any, anyone other than who he is. And I think, you know, it's one thing on this particular day, it's going to be another after a big win or, you know, an unfortunate loss and all that. But I think, um, you know, Blake on the inside has um, has got it lined up right. And so we want him to, um, to leave from inside out. And I think, you know, um, and you've got to be intentional about doing that. And, and I think he's taking steps that way. But, um, you know, we're still, we're still kind of walking that path. Hey, because of lack of experience, running back and receiver might be a question mark. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about those rooms, I guess? Uh, no, I appreciate the question. You know, I think, like, today's a good example. I mean, they're competing. They, um, I mean, we may have some guys that were over 20 miles per hour today. I would, I'd be shocked if we didn't, you know, from those, those two groups. And so, I mean, they're, they're going, man. They're hustling, and they're fighting, and they're scraping, and all that. So you love, you know, that they're hungry. You love that um, they're not holding back. 
we love that um, they're putting everything out there. Mm -hmm. And so when it's like that, that is uh, contagious to the other position groups, and they see it. And then um, um, the, the receivers on offense get going. Not only gets the defense going. So like, I, I, you know, if you take a timeout from today and take a step back and perspective really wide, I can understand it. Um, and I think, you know, that's really not going to get answered until you start playing some games. But the best way to be effective in those games is stack some days like we had today. And so we'll see. Dave, um, specifically replacing those defensive guys, you're in an interesting spot where you want to give all those guys competing for those spots, you know, weak side linebacker, star, et cetera, the best chance to win the job. But who you pick for that job is going to affect the scheme of the defense and who else you might play at the other spots. So how do you go about giving the opportunity for competition with also deciding the identity of who you want your defense to be? Yeah, I think we, um, we try to say yes to everybody and, you know, and not, um, not close the door on any guys. You know, and really be able to see you know, things that could be looked at as disadvantages in a guy, right? Those can be really, really strong advantages. You know, I, I, um, as an LSU, there's a there's a um, there's a safety in Jacoby Stevens. I mean, Jacoby was probably 230 pounds at safety and, and looked at times like a linebacker type player. And so, you know, his strength was in the line scrimmage and it just ended up becoming where he replayed him. And he played kind of a strong position and we really kind of featured him. There's a lot of success that came from it. And that's hard to do because we had Grant Delpin on the same team. And so that's just an example. There's a whole bunch of them. And so to say yes to, to guys and to not, you know, pick and choose and to not have your mind made up and not on, not just look for what you want to look, what you want to see, but to be wide open with stuff, and then give them, you know, the love and opportunity they deserve. And then it'll, it'll. My experience is it'll work its way out to where you'll find spots for them, and they'll emerge through. Dave, uh, Baylor announced an NIL partnership last week. Mm -hmm. You thought that's going to be beneficial to your program. I think it will. You know, I think I think it's it's a good thing that um, that guys have opportunities to to make money and to um, you know on the other side, I mean, it's making money, but it's also managing your money, and it's just all the things that um, my wife still helps me with now. You know, and so I think for them, I think uh, it's really a good opportunity, and um, I'm excited about what the future holds, and I think it's really bright. And our, I, I know our guys are excited about it. Hey, I was looking, looking at the roster earlier, and you lost a lot of your single-digit guys, so mm -hmm. to speak. Is that something that we, you know, you plan on having a competition of some sort, a leadership position? If you have a number, like how do you how do you go about how do you want to do that? Yeah, I think we've got some guys that um, are young guys that for sure want those things, and I think you know, there's a lot of you know. Um, Kind of how they go about their daily, you know, how the academics is going to turn out for them. I think all the, you know, the single-digit guy to me is would be somebody that plays, uh, someone that's knocking out school, and someone is, is a strong character example. And 
and so uh, he's it in all the categories. And so there's guys that want it that are still growing in certain spots, and so they get to that spot where it's a it's a thing where you, I, and everyone else knows they're there. Go get it. And so I think um, you know. I, I know it was a thing before. I think the way I would look at it now would be uh, an opportunity to really kind of reward guys for um, kind of maturing and doing stuff the right way. And so we're, I'm hopeful that you know the guys that want it continue on the trip. Compared to spring, summer, is there an extra sense of urgency to practice and, and to getting things done now with the season so close around the corner? Uh, I don't know. I I, I would. I mean, I think you know we looked at a um, we looked at a, a clip today of uh, Jacob Degrom, and, and this is I think he just got injured, so he just came back, I think. And so this was I think this had to be last year, I guess. And, and it's three pitches, three strikes, and about a hundred, hundred one, hundred one, and um, he's versus the Braves, so. And so the idea is is that each of us, you know, offense and then defense and special teams, we all have the ability to have that fastball, you know. And so the thing is to develop that fastball. And so, you know, we run in these shorts and, and it's whatever else in the fourth quarter and whatever count it is, right, I know I'm going to throw a fastball. He, you know I'm going to throw a fastball. Everyone else knows I'm going to throw a fastball. I can still throw it for a strike. And so like that would be a great identity. And so that just takes day after day after day, you know. So we're just at the start. You couldn't come up with the Dodgers player? I know, I know, <laughs> I know. Maybe if there's some um, some breaking balls, it would have been cool to show for them. That would have been awesome. Yeah, that's my fault there at the end. I think I was... Moving my phone around, perhaps, but uh, he gave a uh, he gave a example of a Mets pitcher, and in just you know the consistency and the speed. Aaron, who did he use? Syndergaard, or who was the uh, which Mets player? Or no, it wasn't Syndergaard. Who was it? Um, anyway, he used a a Mets pitcher that has huge velocity. And um, he happens to be an enormous Dodgers fan. So that was me kind of kidding him about that at the end. Always fun to uh, visit with Coach Aranda. I thought it was fascinating, that whole thing about talking about you don't want to put new wine into old wineskins. And he said that came from the Bible, Matthew 17. Um, yeah, I think it was 17. Somebody out there will know that. 254-662-1660, our Bible scholars. Where does the uh, the wineskin talked about? But he said you can't, and I think his point was you can't, you know, try to try to put this new new folks and new schemes and new a new team into last year's the way you did everything last year. You do have to change things. You have to evolve. And while they had an extremely had a great season last year, some of the team leaders are gone. I mean, Terrell Bernard and Jalen Petrie, you can't replace those guys. I mean, they're incredible. Now, that doesn't mean you can't put really talented players in there that can do similar things. 
and and there might be some things these new players do uh, better than them in some areas. But it's going to be uh, really interesting to kind of watch how this all shakes out as uh, the Bears get ready to go. I also thought it was interesting listening to, to Coach Aranda talk about Blake Shapin. And Coach always gives you, you got to kind of listen. you got to pay attention. It's like hearing a good sermon. You can get some good things, but you can't be thinking or daydreaming. you got to try to focus in on it. And what he was saying about Blake Shapin is that Blake, the good stuff is in there. It's inside of him. But from a leadership standpoint, he has to just make sure that is truly reflected on the outside. And I think the coach's point was that Blake doesn't need to pe- try to be someone he's not. Blake may not be the most rah-rah type guy ever. So he has to be himself. Now, that doesn't mean some quarterbacks and some players have to learn how to be a little louder, a little more vocal at times. But I, I think he just wants – he thinks – Whatever they need from Blake Shapin is totally inside Blake Shapin. It's in there. They just need to make sure everything kind of comes out uh, the way it needs to, and um, and I think that'll I think that's going to happen. And I think um, Shapin will continue to have a good camp. Now, what kind of room is this quarterback room? It's a fair question. Second-string quarterback seems to be Kyron Drones. Drones was an excellent recruit. He was part of that Elite 11 group. I don't, I can't tell you, I still don't have a tremendous feel for him. Now, in the John Morris show, they even played some audio from the third-string quarterback, young man that is now going into his seventh year of college. How does that happen? Well, he got a COVID year, he got a redshirt year. You may have gotten a medical red shirt. Who knows? But he is now entering his seventh season, and that's happening at Baylor. Now, he does have some experience, though, a, a former Louisiana Tech starter. Uh, so we'll uh, talk a little bit more about that. Got a couple of in, in, NFL nuggets for you. The Cowboys are trying to solve their kicking woes. I'll tell you about that in the dismount coming up next. Saturday night, it's your Cowboys and the Denver Broncos. Live from Empower Field at Mile High. On this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. I'm excited to share with you that we have over 100 new vehicles coming to us in the month of August. That means you can go back to school in style. So call us today and reserve your new Chevrolet and let us tell you about the largest and cleanest used car inventories in Central Texas. And don't forget that we have one of the best service and parts departments and top-notch body shops that help make your choice even clearer. So give us a call, 840-3261, or shop us 24-7 at turnerschevy.com. And remember folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We'll treat you like family. 
in the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel and Pipe with locations in Waco and Bryan and at PioneerBoys.com. Well, now that is quite a suit you've got on. Velour? Yeah, some of us go to great lengths to make a big impression. When you're ready to impress friends, family, a client, your staff, book a night in a Globe Life Field suite for a Rangers game. Imagine an exclusive space at the ballpark that's all yours, all game long. A place where you can host and impress whoever you want. Your suite options await at TexasRangers.com. This is ESPN Central Texas. This is Scott Davis, owner of Universal Windows. With inflation driving material costs through the roof and interest rates rising, don't put off replacing those old inefficient windows. Take advantage of our 0% interest for up to six years. Save the equity in your home. Save your cash. Call today, 254-301-7760, and you too will be saved. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. I just got in trouble for putting a lifesaver in my mouth. It's the fifth one and he's diabetic. I spit the other two out. At me. Well, one at you and th- two in the trash and Rude. the one I got right now that you can't stand because I do this. Who's with me on that? We don't like to hear the crunching or the munching. Give us a call and talk about it. 254-235-4922. Or just call her up and just smack in her ear. Ask for Jana. She will go nuts. Do it. 235-4922 or crunchmonster.com. Fixitjimmy.com. Mike Terry Auto Group is proud to serve Central Texas with the best deals on new and used cars, auto service, and community involvement. With over seven brands of vehicles, you're sure to find your new ride from Mike Terry Auto Group. Check out their Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram dealership in Hillsboro and the Chevy Buick GMC dealership in Mahia. At any Mike Terry dealership, they will pay over the price of Kelly Blue Book for your trade-in and accept all creditors. Check out their website at mterryautogroup.com to see the value of your trade-in and browse their inventory. Head over to Mike Terry Auto Dealership today and find someone you can trust. Stay close the dismount with matt mosley is coming up on espn central texas espn radio sports center i'm ward watch with your espn central texas sports center update the pga tour has asked a federal judge to deny a temporary restraining order to three of its suspended members who left to compete on the rival liv golf invitational series and are seeking to participate in the fedex cup kale gundy a fixture in oklahoma sidelines and the longest tenured football coach in the big 12 resigned sunday night the nfl has asked its on-field officials to pay particular attention to illegal contact fouls during the 2022 season a league spokesman confirmed today the request could lead to an increase in such flags followed by a big drop during the 2021 season astros split their series with the guardians over the weekend and have the day off today rangers also split their series with the white Sox. texas has the day off today before the astros come to arlington tomorrow night for a three-game series sports center every 20 minutes only on espn central texas it's time now for the dismount on the matt mosley show on ESPN Central Texas. It is the Matt Mosley Show. 
And um, so much exciting excitement coming up. September 3rd, of course, is that opening game against Albany. We'll have our tailgate show. The uh, alumni, Baylor alumni, that uh, all our, our show that we do out there, the tailgate show, Office of Baylor Alumni, always a lot of fun with Doug and the whole gang out there. And uh, Tom Lark always out there to share all those scores throughout the day. We usually start that four hours before kickoff. That hurts me a little bit on those 11 a.m. kicks, but that's okay. Seemed like we had a lot of those last year, Aaron, didn't it? Those early morning wake-ups. I know you love it, Aaron, a guy who goes to bed really early. You love a good 7 a.m. start. It is the Matt Mosley Show. It is the dismount. As we have to say goodbye tonight, wanted to give you a little bit of kicking news. The the Cowboys are going to work out four kickers, it appears, on Tuesday. Uh, Sadly, this Jonathan Garibay, the kid from... uh, uh, tech, it's just not working, and they're going to have to get rid of him, or they're going to have they're going to probably cut him. Um, let's see, we'll work out Tuesday for the Cowboys at their training facility. Two people familiar with the tryout said Monday, so they'll compete with Liram uh, Hirulu and uh, Brett Maher, who used to uh, kick for the Cowboys. Matt Amendola, Cole Murphy, and JJ Molson in the kicking competition that will happen. All right, we got to go. We will see you tomorrow morning or tomorrow afternoon at 4 o'clock. Good night, everybody. It's time for today's Spectrum Big 12 football preview. Today, a look at the Baylor Bears. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, continuing our series of Big 12 football previews. Today, a second look at the Baylor Bears, the preseason pick to win the Big 12 conference with a new starter at quarterback. Details straight ahead on today's Spectrum Big 12 football preview. Every team knows that the two point play can be a winning move. That's why State Farm agent Bart Romig and his